G'day punters, welcome to Victims of the Punt, powered by puntingform.com.au. It's a database I've used my whole life, I love it, I couldn't live without it, couldn't breathe without it, Pistol's obsessed with it, big sure. systems operator, thank you Pete. Um, boys, uh, it's a, not even that of a low-key meeting this Saturday at Rose Hill, but it is the it is playing, playing second fiddle to one of the elite meetings of all time, I think at Flemington. But PVL's done PVL things, and we've got a $2 million race to talk about, including the race before it, which is a juicy little one too. Uh, firstly, boys, Melbourne Cup thoughts. We'll start with you, big fella, Mark Roden. Thoughts overall. And how uh, had ready bet fair? Uh, well, very well. Uh, gold trip was unwanted by the punters. I had something on it myself. Uh, placed my money from the Cops plate, which was good. Jay Spencer off, I think was discussed elsewhere, probably the biggest jockey change in world horse racing. And he, uh, he got the job done. Um, Good race. They all got round safely, which was nice. And um, poor old Dover legend. I had a pretty good ticket on in the futures market. Um, a real one, not the uh, not the hundred to one one. Uh, a real futures ticket uh, didn't quite run the thirty two hundred. He looked like it was going there for a while. There didn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's haven't been happening in the Melbourne Cup for a hundred years. Horses get twenty eight, twenty nine hundred meters, but not thirty two. So you think? So you think it was going to win by four lengths on the turn when he ran in it? Russian Camelot was going to place. Make me a shit. A lot of money and stop. Pistol thoughts. Oh, it was just a brutally run race, wasn't it? You know, they were just big, juicy figure, up. wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Look, yeah. I'm I'm not too surprised by that either. And yeah, as Mark said, there was clearly just the the running transit for uh, for the winner was just perfect and avoid the carnage that happened just a fraction after he entered the straight. So it was just you know bizarre. Watch, um, you know. He hit the front and he gapped them. Finally, Gold Trip. He didn't do it on Caulfield Cup Day, but um, that's okay. Yeah, had something on, as Mark said, the price got out huge late. And then I did see a little order there on Betfair for 12000 at uh, 30 and then SP 23 So someone got something out of it at the death. So nice work. Moving forward, we're going to have to really analyse the Bendigo Cup meeting and the Bendigo Cup next year. Obviously, yeah. it's a now key form yeah. reference. Like, honestly. Settle down. Honestly, <laughs> someone had to run second and third. Yeah, it was Geelong Cup, Bendigo Cup, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I think the Geelong Cup form was almost the form if Gold yeah. Trip didn't do what it did and well, look, it sort of wobbled emiss- enough, too. Yeah, didn't Emissary just sort of zip up there as if it was going to go straight past? And then I think that was the first time Emissary showing anything on soft ground. So, anyway, and uh, last week we saw another spooky import fail, though. Uh, in light infantry with fails a bit harsh. Yeah. Blocked the entire yeah. straight, buried the fence, like with went to the line under a hold. I'm saying <laughs> I don't fail. think he was a certainty beaten, but he was murdered. And then another victim of the serial killer, Jay Spencer. <laughs> Coming to a Netflix series near you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, which pistol will 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 binge watch. I'll be directing. <laughs> <laughs> There's blood all over the walls. Oh, it's just mine. Sorry. Isn't it fascinating how like we're the same, but like the racing media is just so much happier to just stick the boots into an imported rider. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Apparently, Dwayne Dunn gave him a hell of a time on free to wear after the Cox Plate ride, said he didn't look up to it or something like that, which, you know, is a, um, you know, a defendable point, but um, not something you ever hear said in uh, no, mainstream like racing it. media. It's good. Um, should we just take a quick yeah. uh, minute silence, potentially? Yeah, two and a half minute pause. And Pistol, a little bit of a clinic uh, last week with your time form data analysis with Star of India. How good do you think that horse is? Uh, look, I mean, it was a relatively 
plain figure overall, but it is a bit tricky trying to get a, a line through some of these imports, especially you know, they might very well get off to a good start in Australia, but then they have to settle in and get into the rest of their routine. So not getting too carried away with that horse at the moment, but uh, it did settle further back than I thought it would. So I was a little bit surprised I was able to finish off as strong as what it did. Mark, great man. What are we doing this week at readybet.com.au? Download the app, gamble responsibly, 1-800-858-858. Download the app, gamble responsibly. Mark, what are we doing? Uh, promos every day, mostly racing, some sport. We're going to have a rolling series of promos on sport over the next few months. So do uh, download the app, log in, and check us out for what they are. And a non, um, non-refund non promo we've got every Wednesday, Saturday, or not this week, but Tuesday, Saturday, this week. Most Wednesdays and Saturdays will be top of the market, one horse in Melbourne and Sydney. So from race morning, we're guaranteed to be at least equal. Often we'll be standout best price on one horse in Melbourne and one horse in Sydney. Anyone no and everyone. No refunds. Just Anyone and everyone. And a real back. price. A real price for real punters. A real price. Well, on Tuesday, I was best odds from about 10 o'clock on Clemenceau in Sydney, who looked the weighted certainty, and it was, and I was accommodated. And <laughs> we That's what happened. There's, no There's nothing like, them, no like crossing cash. the line, just like winning from about the 700 when you are yeah. clearly bigger than the exchange and everyone else. Yeah. And But we paid. In cash, no bonus bets. Just I was wrong. They were right. We might have to like do a rate with a like a psychologist. We can share the chair, you or me. Yeah. <laughs> Just roll forward and back with the dart. And then... Yeah, it's it's good fun. Great. <laughs> right, Rose Hill. The rails out three meters. What sort of weather and track uh, prediction have you got for us, Mark? Uh, good weather. Good four. Uh, rail out three. Now Rose Hill's been playing sort of off fence. You know, sort of fair slash off fence. Um, I think that'll be more or less the case. I just think the rail going out three, perhaps the inside lanes in run are a little bit more suited than they were last week. Uh, it really was midfield and offense uh, in run last week. Uh, maybe a little bit more on pace and a little bit more chance for the inside lanes here, but um, I still think it's going to be pretty fair again. I hope it is. Rosal's been playing really well. Pistol, anything tied to that or are you happy there? Happy, happy enough with that. Uh, as always in Sydney, monitor and adjust as the day goes on. 100%, baby. Race 7, the hot Danish stakes, 400 metres. Uh, Mark Roden, the readybet.com.au, down at the app game, responsibly marketplace. Is as follows. Number one, the favourite electric girl at three, two expat, 950, three, Jamea, 13. Four, lavish girl, we're just a touch overs at 850. Five, night of romance, an import at 15, down to, I'll just mention eight, she's the gift. Um, it's a roughie, but we're just protecting it a little at 26. Divine Magic, the other import is 18. Ten Samut is nine. More secrets we're keeping safe at 31 as well, number 11. And the bottom one, the three-year-old, 12. She's a belter. Uh, now, I think you two like it. We're, I think we're at least joint best at 480 there. Um, I think she's a very good chance in the race, but I just thought the price was a little bit narrow. Now, the first key replay we're going to look at, guys, is the Invitation, the strongest lead-up featuring Electric Girl, she's a belter, and expat Mark Roden. Yes, so this is the race won by the mighty promise of success. We can see uh, she's a failed on Tuesday. Sorry? Who failed on Tuesday. Yeah, I'm, you know, this was a $2 million race. This was the target. She's <laughs> a belter in the white cap over there is uh, getting held up, held up, held up and sort of not really tested. Hard to know what it had left there. Electric girl in the pink colours is hammering home for second to just miss. What do we take out of that race, Mark? Well, what we take out of it, I think, is that Electric girl. I mean, electric girl's the obvious, but she really doesn't win that many. Uh, she doesn't win that often, 
And that looks like a bit of a peak performance in a $2 million race to me. Uh, I know this is worth a bit of money, half a million, I think. Um, if she repeats that, she's the one to beat. She looks to get a good run. But um, when she goes to that sort of level, she doesn't always repeat, to be honest. Um, I'm just a little bit wary of taking too short a price about her. That I've, I've had to go looking elsewhere. She's a belter. I thought, you know, I could find it around $6 off that. Oh, I've just been a bit – I've never been able to get her as – Short as the market, she's a belter. Uh, I thought her last 200 in her big winning Queensland over in the mile race wasn't flashed, even though she was running on off a fast tempo. I didn't think that was great. Didn't really smash the clock there. Um, so that's why I've, I've gone looking for two real roughies. Uh, she's the gift first up with Kathy O'Hara on a two-dead drop. I think I've got uh, – I'm pretty sure I've got Electric Girl on top by default. So it ran on really well in the last race on the same day over 1,200. The two things I'm going to back, you know, just have something on it. Eight, she's the gift. Um, first up, good uh, form in Queensland in first prep for a while last time. Two really, really quiet trials up in Queensland. Now back to Sydney for this. Kathy O'Hara on. I don't know what that means. <laughs> um, more secrets, miles up in class, but dynamic winner, I thought, at Warwick Farm last time. And uh, you can get up to $51 in places. Shouldn't be that big. She's a belter. Has to be a chance. But as I touched on earlier, I just struggle to get it. Um, as short as the market. Our next, our next replay is Samort, which is Mark's just mentioned out of the same day. Talk us through this, please, Mark. Yeah, well, this was the last race of the program that day. Um, the eventual winner, um, Titanium Powers, is going to the front now. Samort, as we can see, look, obviously, I sus- well, I suspect anyway, they've had this race in mind with the big prize money. Got out the back there and Last hundred was its best of the race. Really did hit the line very strongly. Got quite close to the winner. Um, pretty good lead up for this. You'd think. Pistol, what's your top five, and how are you going to handle this race? It's a pretty tricky race. Like I thought, she's the belter was entitled to improve going back to the dry track, and I'm putting a bit of faith in Rob Scurry because he was very keen on the horse in the mounting yard first up, and look, obviously was held up the entire straight. I think will go better on the good track, and just seems to map perfectly. Has a narrow SP over Electric Girl. There's just a few little ticks there. So happy to go with it on top. I agree the price is probably about right, but I think I'll get better on the day. Um, I'm happy to have something on this import night of romance, just purely on its racing pattern. Should settle on speed. Looks like it's on the upward spiral. There's no trial in Australia, but of its last three, four starts, I think it's got a good enough to get it to be going close here and getting a bit of cheek if they can put it into the race early. Look, uh, some more, it's running well. I think it goes better a little bit on, on the wetter tracks, though. And look, more secrets. It's hard to know what exactly to do with that last start figure because it was on the heavy track. But, geez, it was pretty impressive going through the line. So, look, it's a, it's an interesting race. It's really tricky to work out uh, exactly how to bet early, but I'll be waiting for the day, that's for sure. I think you guys have missed one here. Melbourne Forms has been standing up and pinching all the good Sydney races. I think Cliss Art's flying. Uh, yet to find a suitable race. Uh, from what you guys said at the start of the, the show with Trackpad, maybe we see that same scenario again, but I think you'll be getting 30, 40 bucks late this horse. And I think it's a, a nice, easy bet each way. Chain of lightning form, ice bath form, remark form. I think the horse is airborne and uh, we'll run a big race on Saturday. Then I'm Electric Girl, she's a belter expat, and Lavish Girl, who I think probably does its best work on heavy decks. The next race, guys, race eight, the five diamonds, 800 meters. Six-year-old only or five-year-olds only? Um, I'm not sure. Six-year-olds only race next year because they're running out of places to go. They've already got the four-year-old and five-year-old race. race. I know Peter listens every week. If we could get a seven-year-old race next year for Keats uh, over the mile, (laughs) that's too great, man. 
Uh, the market, please, here, Mark Roden, readybet.com.au. Download the app, gamble responsibly. This is the ReadyBet market for the five diamonds, race eight. Number one, Ellsberg, 250 and favourite. Two Laws of Indices, 480. Three Rustic Steel, 14. Seven Ayrton, seven. Down to number seven, Uncle Bryn, 950. Nine Diamond, 10. Ten Savark, 19. And Alonga, the rest. Sorry, it's very something very distracting on .com if anyone's watching. Honestly. Definitely not. Wow. Uh, right, the first replay, guys, we're going to look at is the five diamonds prelude. Take it away, Mark. Okay, so this is Ellsberg winning the five diamonds prelude. It's, um, yeah, led and pretty much won as it liked, uh, coming off a dead piece win in the half a win in the absence of the start before. So the best horse. Uh, with the best horse and uh, the former best horse in the country, top rank, correct. Um, Look, he's in outstanding form. The, um, he's up to 1,800, which is the unknown quantity here. Ayrton was never on the track in that race. Three wide, pretty much the entire, and boxed on pretty well for fourth, I thought. Pistol, what did you take from that? Oh, look, um, we've got a couple of horses here that have been racing in far better grade and have far better overall ratings than a lot of the others. Uh, so, look, principally I'm talking about Laws of Indices and Ellsberg. The rest of them, you know, they've been running around in basically pretend races and we've got two imports that are a little bit unknown. One of them's had two trials, both pretty quiet, and the other one hasn't trialled and has settled on speed at stages. So this is a really, really difficult race to line up. I think if the track's playing fair, the clear top pick is Laws of Indices. I just think it's clearly the best horse here. Um, Ellsberg, probably not the worst profile for the horse stepping up in distance, but I think it's obviously well established that the horse goes well at the track, but, you know, 1800s really has to be a bit of a, bit of a query. And look, I think it might be a bit messy up front as well. I can't actually find a genuine leader here. So, And I'm is there a the bit horses. of a risk, Peter, Ellsberg onto a good track? Uh, I'm not so much concerned about that. Um, the horse has performed okay on dry services previously. I think it's more just the race shape that's concerning me. So looking for horses settling a little bit off speed and carry into the race with momentum. Laws of Indices is the one. Speaking of Laws of Indices, let's catch his replay of the Turak. Now, we know he ran a decent race in the Cox Plate. This was his lead up. And the Golden Eagle winner is I Wish I Win, who was $1.70 maybe by now and travelled up to, to run on into this race. And Law of Indices completely gave him windburn. Mark wrote it. Yeah, that, well, that, uh, that uh, form reads pretty well after last Saturday, doesn't it? With I wish I win winning the Golden Eagle with $10 million. And as you say, he runs straight past him here, doesn't he? Uh, then uh, ran in the Cox Plate, just out of his depth, but wasn't disgraced by any means. He is absolutely fine. The only thing that held me up was this 1,800 metres starts on a bend and he's drawn 10 or 11 or something. I suppose he goes straight back, but he could also be posted and there doesn't look to be a great deal of speed. If he'd drawn five or something, I'd have him clearly on top for sure. Uh, I think he's absolutely airborne, but the map does scare me. What, what price would Ellsberg have started in the Tour? Uh, I don't know. What price would have started in the Cox Plate? Oh, Ellsberg in the Cox Plate? All right. Um, well, hang on. Off the About 25s or 33s, off, uh, considering it had just deadheaded with top rank two, went around about 12. And was, you know, potentially... Best horse in the country at the time. I, I think that um, this is like the easiest, simplest. We'll roll my top five off the bat. 
oh, it's John Allen, who's a great rider, but not in massive amount of form, to Hugh Bowman, who'd be very hungry riding mm. in town, like yeah, in, right. in Sydney, yeah. not not on the Champions Day. Uh, I think Laura Vinicius is the easiest bet to have of all time. Trust in Hugh to get it right from Barrier 11. It's Cox platform. You can build a bank for summer, often just following the horses out of the Cox plate. It's already stood up. A Melbourne Cup winner. Mm. It'll, it'll, it'll stand up all Saturday at Flemington. Uh, this horse started $26 in the Cox plate, started $13 in the Turak, $13 in the Turak. Um, the form out of both has already stood up big time, proper, proper form. Um, I think this is an outstanding bet, an easy bet, and uh, I've got five there, but I may have, I pretty, almost put the same horse five times. Ayrton oh. is a good horse, but not an elite horse, and I think Laura Vindices is hoof on the till for eliteness. Love this horse, love this bet. Peter, what's your top five? Yeah, going with laws of indices as well on top. I Look, I think at the price of the horse, that's got a little bit of up X factor is Uncle Bryn. Um, we saw it's overseas best or PB. It hasn't probably quite reached that since it's been in Australia, but it does look like it's trending upwards but it does get back in the field. So we'll need a positive map for it um, or positive race shape against the day. Ellsberg seems to map well and, you know, goes into the numbers. And look, the, the two internationals, new mandate. I thought the trials were, were very quiet. I've, just, I would love to see a little bit of a market push from the, the stable, but they both ended up with Waller, so just keep an eye on what the, the fair does late there. I was interested in Uncle Bryn too, but like Bermudez was favourite in that race at sale, and Bermudez came out in an average race, an average race, not like yeah. Iraq and not the Cox Plate, and was playing again on Tuesday in conditions that suited him. Um, yeah, Uncle Bryn interests me a lot, but there's that Bermudez factor steered me clear of it and just got me more horned up for. Uh, Laws of indices. Mark Roden, run us through your top five, please. Yeah, just you're having faith in Hugh, and fair enough. He may well, especially with two million bucks up for grabs, find a way. Uh, I just, on the map, went to Ellsberg, even though I'm concerned about 1,800 metres, and I don't think $2.50 is any spoil at all. As I said, if laws of indices are drawn five or six, I'd have, it, I'd have them flipped. Um, as it stands, I think the market's I think that's the right starting point for the market we see any pattern emerge on the day put it that way. If, they, if they're sailing down the middle, like just on that private eye last week, we were worried about the map. By race seven or whatever it was last week, uh, Barry 11 was the place to be. And yeah. he was backed and he should have actually run shorter and I should have backed him on. This is why I bring it up. I'm I didn't back it because he was actually drawn bang line spot. Um, what, do you do with, what do you do with private eye this week in Melbourne? Uh, I, Oppose him at your peril. He's just come back. They're, they're some of the greatest races of all time on Saturday, yeah. aren't they? Like they're they're races, honestly. Yeah, I know you guys have probably never heard me say this. I'm happy to. I don't even need to bet in it. I could yeah. just watch yeah. it and enjoy what the market does. Like you got the the, the he is the most airborne horse in Australia. Mm. My Oberon looks really really talented as well. Yeah, it, it, no, it's going to be absolutely magnificent. Those racing, great concepts, um, and yeah, good on them for trying. It's going to be uh, terrific. Uh, Ayrton was my third pick, and then it, uh, from Uncle Bryn, I think. Uh, I wasn't that taken with the imports. That On the figures, they didn't seem to stack up as well as they did in the races last week, uh, I thought. But, um, yeah, always a theory, of course. But, look, I've, um, it's actually looking like a no-bet race for me uh, early. But, uh, yes, we'll wait and see what happens on the day. Pistol, do you get out of the cave for Saturday? I know you've, you were set for a really big Flemington carnival and yet to actually leave for lair. 
<laughs> I, I did hear uh, Uncle Chris say earlier today that he got used to watching all the races up in Sydney and not going down for Cup Week, and you know the last couple of years has just built in a different level of comfort zone. No, I'll make it out there for on Saturday. I think you know it might be the last time we see Animo and Nature Strip in the flesh. Or you, you never know with Nature Strip, but um, Animo certainly he might be heading straight overseas. So I think it's a good day to actually get out there and see them go around for one more time. Mark Roden. You're going to go out there and vape with all the young kids or are you going to stay at home? No, I'll stay at home and vape, I think. Um, <laughs> I've got a bit, uh, here at Ready Bet HQ in Collingwood, it's, there's always plenty to do on a big Saturday like this, so I've got to be uh, on the tools. Right, let's wrap it up. Let's have a look at our best and value before we close it out. Uh, none yet from... Shouldering arms. <laughs> look, to be honest, I've only done these two races and I've got the favourites on top and I don't like the prices. Pistols um, with race seven, number... Well, she's a belter, and I am very, very keen on Laws of Indices to win the big amount of money, Huey, Huey Bowman. And our value bets, please. Yeah, well, no best bet, but I've gone with two value in the same race, uh, as I mentioned earlier. She's the gift at 26 and more secrets at $31 in the hot danish. And um, actually, if you want to swerve ready bet to back them, please feel free because there is better out there. <laughs> Are you suggesting take the price now or like half-half stake or what do you think? I'd go. I mean... They could run a hundred. So that's I, I don't think I think they should be about half or less the current price they are. So I'm definitely having something on at around forty fifty one dollars if I can get it. But who knows? Pistols with Uncle Bryn as he uh, articulated before, and I'm with Chris Art. Uh, a bit of a blowout chance there in race seven, boys. God bless you. Thank you very much. Have a great weekend. Enjoy Flemington Championship Day, guys. Everyone, and when when you're not watching the grass racing, make sure you tune in and get all of the good racing from Rose Hill and everywhere else. But if you are doing that, download the readybet.com.au app. Gamble responsibly. 1-800-858-858-858. And just have a great day betting. And if you are betting, though, what's the number one thing they all should be doing if they don't want to have a bet in Sydney on Saturday? Getting Rob's mailing out mail. Mailbag.com.au. Download the app. You're gambling responsibly if you download that app and get Rob's Gary's late mail, mailing out mail. Live from the yard, delivered to your app. Very, very cheap. Great product. Have a great weekend, guys. God bless you all. I'm bye for now.